0: Hi, my name is Katherine Guidry. I'm a wedding photographer, and today I'm gonna be sharing with you in this episode when you want to share your pricing with clients who are inquiring about your services. Speaking of pricing, if you're interested in learning more about how to determine your base price, be sure to download the free pricing guide in the description. All right, let's talk a little bit about when to deliver the pricing guide to your clients. I know this is very different for different people. This is just what I have found to work well for me, and I'm gonna explain to you here in this episode why. The first thing that I'll say is that I don't recommend you put your pricing on your website. There's a reason why I'm going to talk about it here, but what I mean by that is don't have like a pricing link with all of your prices laid out on your website. You want your clients to actually inquire with you first. When you put the pricing on your website, your client has no reason to contact you if the pricing isn't a good fit. They just see it. Maybe they think it's too high or too low or whatever the case may be, and then they don't actually contact you. So you don't get any of the information, the data that you need for your business. We have had clients that have spent as much as 30% more than what originally listed as their desired photo investment when they eventually booked. So sometimes people have a specific thought in mind, maybe it's just an arbitrary number, but when they come to know your value and they come to understand your pricing, they may actually spend more. And so you wanna be able to have those conversations with them about what it exactly is that you're selling with your services and products through that inquiry process. On the contact form, it's really imperative that you ask those basic preliminary questions that are gonna help you build statistics around interest for your business. So where are your leads coming from? Where are they located? Who is the person that's contacting you initially? Those sort of things. That's really gonna help you build a list of how many inquiries you're getting versus how many bookings. So you can start to build out statistics based on that information. But if you don't have anyone contacting you, then you might start to think, oh, well, no one likes my photography or am I doing something wrong, which may not actually be the truth. That's a big part of the contact form. You wanna have all that ironed out and you wanna get that information. The next step is gonna be to learn even more about that person who's inquiring. So once I receive the contact form, I send them a questionnaire. In that questionnaire, I'm going to be inquiring even more about them who they are, how they got engaged, about them as a couple, what they're looking for in their photography, do they have a planner, who is it, all of those things. Everything that you can gather about them will really help you in understanding, again, you know how many inquiries you're getting versus bookings, but during the inquiry call, if they schedule one, and then even if they book, I re-reference the questionnaire several times throughout the process of working with my clients so that I can always go back to who they are and like really brush up on those details as part of their experience. So when do I send the pricing? I send the pricing when they send back the questionnaire responses. And I do tell them that. When they contact me and I send them the questionnaire, I say, hey, if you can just fill this out really quickly, as soon as I hear back, I'll send you my general pricing guide. Some photographers won't actually even do that. They'll make them get on a phone call before they give them pricing. I do like for my clients to look at the general pricing guide before we get on the phone call. I, as a consumer, don't like to be caught off guard and spending time on the phone with someone, it feels very high pressure to me. I don't like to not know the pricing before I get on a phone call. So I want them to know the pricing. I wanna know them to feel comfortable and for them to know if you know this is going to be something that they truly can't afford. I don't want people to feel overextended. And then we can get on an initial call. So once the general pricing guide goes out, they can look at that sampling of offerings. At catgeducation.com, I actually sell a one hour pricing mini course that talks all about how we create those offerings based on a mathematical formula that I can then tweak based on exactly what they need after this call. So if you're interested in learning about how to price your photography, be sure to check that out. But that general pricing guide will go to them and they'll have the option in the email to set up a call with me. During that call, we can go through any questions that they have, I get an understanding of what exactly that they need, and then I can put together a custom offering for them. Early on in the business, it may not be a huge deal to get on the phone with every inquiry that comes through the door, and that might be something that you wanna do to really quickly build rapport and trust with them. However, in the later years, when you're getting several inquiries a day and not all of those inquiries are truly interested in working together, it saves you a lot of time on the back end. When I hop on an inquiry call, oftentimes that average inquiry call length is about 45 minutes to an hour. I would say, minimum, those calls are maybe 20 to 30 minutes, but on average, they're closer to an hour. And so, If that client doesn't end up booking, it's safe to assume that was an hour of unpaid work, right? So when I do get on the phone with someone, I'm giving them 100% of my time and attention. That is blocked off in my calendar. I'm not able to make money on sessions. I'm not able to make money on any other type of work during that time. I am solely dedicated to that potential client booking. And so I really want those leads to be interested. I wanna give myself the best chance to help serve them well by knowing as much as I can about them, giving them the pricing in advance so they have time to really like sit within and understand and, and prepare their questions so that when we get on that angry call, we know exactly what we need to discuss. And the last step after all of that is gonna be that when we get off the phone, I'm gonna prepare their contract for them, I'm gonna to put together a custom proposal and I'm gonna send that to their inbox in hopes that they'll choose us as their photo team. This process may seem a little bit complicated, but it's really not. We use Dubsado to manage our clients. That workflow can actually be set up within the program and it becomes just a part of the way you do things. So even though it may seem complicated as I'm explaining it, it actually will save you so much time on the back end and really help you to serve your clients in the best way. Over the years, I've tried different things and I just, found that this was the best way for us to do that, to set us up for success, especially during that inquiry call. And then of course, to make that process easy for our clients on the back end. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to comment those in the comment box below. I appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe so you can continue to get more free value-based content. Thank you so much for listening and I really appreciate you. Have a great day.